Welcome to episode 295 of the Drunk Dashers Podcast. I'm your host as always, I'm Tyler, and joining me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gable. What's up, buddy? Hey, Tyler. Man, I am feeling relaxed at this point in time. Got done with a bunch of yard work, got done with a bunch of other types of uh, stuff, and most recently went through a whole slew of gaming magazines before we <laughs> even, like, uh, freaking started recording. Man, that was a trip. That was a all the way from, yeah. All the way from, like, freaking... 2000 to like 2005 so yeah one of my friends at work gave me all these playstation official playstation magazines from god like almost 20 years ago and it was like freaking crazy just seeing all these old reviews of like games like final fantasy 9 and chrono trick like chrono cross and stuff that that was that was a treat yeah that was <laughs> that was interesting there's a lot of games in there i never i had not thought of since they came out or at yep. least from that day and age that uh Interesting. Some good, some not so good. Um, yeah, of course, of there's, course. There were some interesting uh, advertisements that we saw. Uh, oh, yes. That were pretty terrible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, some of the shock advertisements from game makers and various gaming companies from back in the day. And for those of you who are listening in, if you're kind of curious about some of the old school, not the old school, but some of the old-time uh, gaming magazine advertisements from the 90s and 2000s, Think of it this way. It was more male-centric, and there were some that were, like, shock factor sort of things that were trying to appeal to guys like Tyler and I. Yep. Going through puberty, this and that. You know, just basically that that time period. Because a lot of it either has something to do with scantily clad women, or it has to do with, like, shock images, like... Some dude or some giving birth to a fucking third party controller that's, or something like that. That's an image that's gonna be burned in my brain forever. Yes, and I had forgotten about that image too until I see the last page of like the last issue I went through, and I'm like, "Wow, Pelican, really?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. Yeah, but yes, other than that, man, I'm doing all right. Tyler, how have you been doing? Uh, about the same as usual. Uh, nothing too exciting for me. Uh, got I, we uh, worked a bunch of long hours at the beginning of the week, so everybody, my whole department got Friday off. Nice, which was nice. Yeah, so that was nice. Played a bunch of, didn't really have a lot of time. You know, you know, downside. You know, you know, it's nice to get Friday off, but downside is you work a lot of hours at the beginning of the week, so you don't really have a lot of time yeah. to do, do anything else. So Friday and today, Saturday, uh, have been a very crazy gaming days for me, which I'll get into a little bit later. But, okay. um, yeah, uh, you know, same old, same old for me. Uh, but before we get into the rest of the show, I do want to mention, uh, I mentioned it last week. I'm going to mention it every week here on, here on out. Um, but we are three weeks away from extra life as of today. Oh my God. Um, yes, we are. Yes, we are. So November, November 3rd is when it's happening. Um, in case you don't know, uh, it is a, uh, Video game charity that we have been participating in for every year for the last six, seven years now, uh, where people donate money to you and you play video games for 24 straight hours, um, and all the money we raise goes to Children's Miracle Network. Uh, this yep. is the 10th anniversary of it, and uh, last year I believe they they raised over 11 million dollars and combined so far over 40 million dollars. Um, wow. Yeah. So if you are interested in doing that or checking it out or want to get involved or donate go to extra dash line uh, oh wow extra dash life.org uh and uh just look look into it some more it's a legit thing that we do every year uh i got a tattoo last year of the logo uh oh, yes you did for, <laughs> yeah for for hitting my uh my extra life goal so it is obviously a very important thing for us and um you know you know something we do every year we look forward to doing I even got a gold medal last year for oh raising, yeah for raising a thousand dollars. So that's a that's a cool holy thing. crap, dude. Yeah, that so, is amazing. Yeah, I, I, it's it's really cool. And uh, we talked about it a bunch last week, at the beginning about last year's extra life uh, being a really cool year. Uh, I thought something fun that we could do is yeah. Uh, so in the history of the show, we always talk about you know talk about it when kind of the things that we do. So I thought it'd be fun. To kind of look back, so we looked back last week a lot 
at um, 2017, I thought maybe okay. we could look back at uh, 2016's Extra Life. Okay. Uh, so, for people that don't know, uh, this is the year that Gables decided to sell his PS4 and buy an Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh at that because that was probably one of the worst mistakes I'd made inside of a gaming purchase in subsequent thing. That set me back for a good solid like six, seven months until I get that random message from Tyler or something like that. It's like, hey, do you, do you, if you give me like a fifty dollar like PSN card or something like that, I could sell you my PS4. I'm like, okay, yeah, I was, I was more than okay with doing it just because I was like, when you told me you sold your PS4, I'm like, I'm like, or Justin was here. I'm like, Justin, he just sold his PS4 for an Xbox One. And Justin's like, no, he fucking didn't. I'm like, <laughs> he did, man. He really did. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a uh, interesting uh, extra life for both of us. Where I remember you had your, all your issues with the Xbox One, where the controller yeah. didn't work, so you had to you had to go you had to go back to Walmart, swap it out for a different one. You got Battlefield One, and yep. playing a bunch of games on there. Um, I. Uh, Remember that was a year that like nothing I had nothing to play for that that holiday season, so wow. I spent most of it. Um, we played a bunch of Rocket League. We played for like five yes, six hours, and then the uh, uh, servers went out for maintenance at like wow. two or three in the morning, and um, <laughs> which sucked when you still have seven hours to go. And um, I played a bunch of Recore on my Xbox One, and it's the only year. Out of seven, that I have not made it all the way through. Or I wow. made it. I was playing ReCore because I had just nothing else to play. I was, you know, I tried to play some other games here and there. Uh, nothing was really sticking. I remember I, I picked up ReCore specifically just something to play for uh, Extra Life. Because, you know, like I always talk about, like, I always like having that game that comes out right around Extra Life to play or pick up a game that um, really hits me. And I wasn't really enjoying it, but I was just kind of playing it, just something to play. And I remember, um, I woke, I fell asleep playing the game, and I woke up, I don't know how much time gone by, I don't know, it could have been 20 minutes, could have been an hour, and I was, uh, I, I was stuck in this loop of me dying and then respawning and then dying over and over again, uh, <laughs> you know, for like, God knows how long, uh, just fell asleep playing the game, and I remember it was like, it was like 5, 6 in the morning, so I had made it, um, about 21, 22 hours of my 25 and I was just like, I can't do it. I, I got to go to sleep. And that was the only year I just, I just, and it, a lot of it had to do with the fact was I always talk about like, it's always great to have the talk ship where we have a bunch of people in a party chat together playing and bullshit oh, yeah. to keep us going. There's always people jumping in and out too, as long as, along with the people that are playing uh, for the whole 24 hours. And um, that was the one year where we didn't really have that, you know, like we had a good run with extra, with uh, Rocket League, but other than that, we kind of we didn't really have a big group together. Uh, I remember uh, Aaron, uh, Jitterbug and Nerves they did like a their own separate thing where they went to a actual like uh, arcade cl- uh, bar and they did their extra life there. So uh, the community wasn't really together as much as we used to. So it, it was just kind of like, like I spent most of it, a good chunk of it, really by myself or not playing with anybody else. Um, so that that really hurt us there. Um, yeah, I did. Yeah, but it was, you know, obviously still blasting me up the hours uh, the next day. I mean, yeah, man, I can remember, like, not just the issues with the Xbox One in general, but I had streaming issues as well. Mm-hmm. And, like, even in the middle of all of that, you know, it's like I had to end things a little bit prematurely. It's because, one, it's like I could not, for the life of me, get any like anybody at that point and stuff like to donate anything because I tried advertising, tried doing this and that. I remember... I'm not too sure if it was this extra life or something like that, but uh, I had to leave right in the middle of doing stuff because I had, like, something pressing I had to do and this and that, and then it's like, towards the end of the night, it's like, well, I ain't doing anything. I ain't not really playing much with anyone because everyone's on their fucking PS4. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm calling it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it was, it, it, it was, I mean, it's still a blast to do, but it was definitely more like, it was it was a weird year, just like I said. It, wasn't it definitely to, was wasn't a lot to play, um, and 
you know, it just, yeah, it wasn't a lot of people playing uh, that year either. So kind of, it was still, you know, like I said, a blast, but it was, it was still fun to do. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just some of the stupid stuff that happens in Extra Life. Uh, definitely helps to have friends to play with, even if they're not uh, playing the whole 24 hours. Most um, definitely. It's at least have some people that can jump in with you and hang out with you for a little bit. And that's, that. Definitely, to me, honestly, that's more important than having someone that could be in a chat with you for the whole 24 hours. Because when oh, you're in yeah. that chat with somebody for the whole time, it's like they're along with the ride with you. They're just as exhausted. They're, especially it's, you know, in the middle of the night, uh, when it's, you know, you're 20 hours in or 18 hours in or whatever, and you're all like barely can speak. You're so tired. Oh when you my have that, gosh. When you have that person that comes in, that you have that closure, that guy that comes in at like the, in the ninth inning to close the game out for you. And he just kind of comes in and shoots the shit with you for an hour or two. Uh, sometimes that can make the difference. Like, you always get that. <laughs> like, we always That's have true. that kind of that, uh, you know, that Rocket League uh, gamer night we, like, that just happens spontaneously uh, yep. every every year for Extra Life. Uh, we don't plan it. It's just like, hey, there's enough people in here. Let's play some Rocket League. And you get people that aren't doing the don't, aren't doing Extra Life, but they come in and join you. And they, it's usually, for me, it's about 8, 9 o'clock at night, and you go until 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And those people that join you that aren't doing the thing, but they're just here to play Rocket League with you, that gives that little burst. So when you have those people come in, you know, like I said, early morning, uh, sometimes that's the, that's the extra motivation you need. Like last, we were talking about like last week when we had uh, Wes join us. Uh, oh, my gosh, 17. yes. And, I mean, that, I mean, he came in, and it was like 4 in the morning my time. It was four, uh, yeah. It was four year time. I think it was around two a.m. Yeah. or something. Mine, and it was like everyone else in the chat besides myself were actually like dead, you know, and stuff. And I'm just like playing little bits of Mega Man here and there because the whole freaking Mega Man Legacy Collection stuff. And and in Bob's West, and yeah. everybody just start perking up. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah, here comes the life of the party now. <laughs> yeah, you need those. You need those guys. The guys that aren't going to be doing extra life, but they're, they they know you're doing it, and they're coming in and popping and saying, hey, "What's up." And kind of help you along the way. So, um, well, we do we do have also a benefit like for this coming extra life where you and I will be basically streaming bits here and there and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, the extra life side in and of itself has added that feature to where you can add a particular stream that you are uh, a part of and stuff on your page, so yeah. people can actually go through and watch what you're streaming, this and that, to when you're raising money. And I know for this year we are going to be playing through A Way Out. Yep. That's one of the games and stuff. And I know for the Talking Ship guys, I want to download the game I got for free Friday the 13th because I want to try to get through and play a group with those guys for that game in particular because it's going to be fucking hysterical. Yeah. Trying to see if we can get guys like Jitterbug and Nerves and like freaking Cam and stuff like all in the same sort of party. And it's been such a long time since I've like, talked with those guys too. Let's see, there's between that, our usual Rocket League stuff. So there is a bunch of different things we are going to be doing, try to raise money for our hospitals of choice. And, wow, all all that uh, really we can say is, is, like, come in and support us, you know? It's like, go to our go to our pages and stuff, donate anything that you feel like, pretty much. I mean, we're not pressuring you to donate stuff. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, even if you do donate, it is tax deductible. Mm-hmm. So pretty much doesn't matter what the amount you donate it's just the, as long as you're right there with us it could be something as simple as like commenting on a post or something or that we post on facebook or on twitter or something as awesome as maybe watching our streams and it's just encouraging us to play a little bit here and there and stuff so we're not just falling <laughs> falling asleep literally in front of our controllers yeah which i personal note need to think of some way where i'm going to be sitting in my recliner so i don't try to nod off asleep while playing something which has happened before <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i got a very very comfortable gamer chair last year for uh for christmas uh with a reclines has a has an ottoman and everything uh and i've taken a couple naps in there and i'm planning on playing a good chunk of my actual life from that from that very chair so yes. I'm gonna have to find a, a way to not to stay awake um, and not yeah definitely not fall asleep uh, during uh, but yeah it's man I I am pumped uh, it is I, I say it all the time 
when people ask me about it, I'm just like, oh, it's like it's my my least favorite favorite day of the year, and I mean that <laughs> with all respect. Where I I love extra life, I, I love everything. I look forward to it all year round. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can ask Gables. I talk about it all the time. Like this yeah, is do. this is yeah. Like I I adore it. I love it. Um, but when you get there, and it's like like I said last week, you get there at nine o'clock at night, and you're just like. I don't want to play video games anymore, but I still have 12 more hours of video gaming to do. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. Uh, I haven't, it's, it's daylight savings time. They always do it on that day. Uh, but, um, I don't know if I'm going to do 25 hours this year. I'm going to try it. Uh, but I'm at least going to do 20 or at least do my best to do 24 hours. Um, Oh yeah, most definitely. But, uh, I know, gonna, yeah, go ahead. I know, like of a uh, just to in just to say something a little bit. It's like I'm gonna try to see if I can go more in terms of like hours that I have in past years. I want to try to start early, like on Saturday morning and stuff. I'm not saying like six o'clock. I'm more or less thinking about something that we talked about last week, where possibly go to sleep early and then wake up like around one or two in the morning, and then all of a sudden just like on that day, that Saturday. And then just go forth all the way until then, because that would actually be freaking incredible, in my honest opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, it, in a lot of ways, it's probably the smarter way to go is get off work and just go to sleep and get as many hours as you can, and then just wake up super early on Saturday and start. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna. I'm, I, I would like to at least start earlier because my problem is I you know I I I don't know if I said it on the podcast or off the air to you last week but like my problem is some some years I'll wake up at like six seven in the morning but I'll just kind of lounge around until like eight nine o'clock and then yep and it's like so it makes it that much harder for you to like get going or to uh you know just to get it over with because it's like I wasted an hour and a half two three hours uh just farting around doing other stuff yeah. um. You know, and uh, so I'm, I'm going to try to be better this year about starting um, earlier, and and not in not much starting earlier, but starting when I wake up instead of st- starting and farting around doing whatever I want to do, and then starting. I'm I'm going to start. I want to start when I get up instead of uh, procrastinating about starting. So. Oh yeah. 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 It, yeah. So like I said, it's three weeks away from today as of this recording. A little under when this comes out. Uh, but November 3rd is what's happening. Uh, extra-life.org. If you're interested, go there. Check out the website. Uh, and if you're interested, sign up. And if you think if you hear people, or if you hear this and you, you think of people that would be interested in doing this, tell them about it. Uh, we don't really, like, I'm not here to, like, we'll, we'll mention our names if you want to donate. or You can go to and do that. But if you are, we would just be just as happy if you talked to somebody and had them, um, uh, join and get donations instead. That would be to me just as nice. Um, so yeah, if you are interested in doing that, extra-life.org. Uh, you can search for Tyler Courtney and Gabe. If you don't want a bag, just say no. Bag. No. <laughs> so I'm never gonna never not say. Whenever I say your last I name, I got to say that. It's just it's law I know. Now. It's, it's law. so tempting now. Yeah, yeah, it's law. <laughs> it's I, I can't help it. Uh, but yeah, uh, enough about extra life. Uh, we'll be talking about that a ton in the next few weeks. Um, but mm-hmm. let's move into, Ooh, what do we want to start? let's start with gaming first. What we've been playing. Okay. Um, do you want me to go or do you want to go first? Let me go first because okay. I only have a little brief stuff to talk about this week. This week, what I had been playing, I had been playing some bits of World of Warcraft still. I managed to get past the Drainer expansion. That was such a slog in and of itself. It was more or less because of the way enemy mobs and stuff felt like they were a little bit more tougher for some reason for me. And there was a lot of various missions and mainline questing to where there was certain missions that required three or more party members in order to take out like specific monsters and this and that. I kind of drifted and avoided those because I wanted to try to stick with specific parts that gave me a lot of net EXP. So what I ended up doing was discovering that if I collected certain treasures and do bonus objectives, 
bonus objective missions that popped up randomly on specific portions of the map, it would net me so much experience that I literally just leveled up like a few times in the span of one night. So my best day was earlier on last week where I actually got three levels inside one day because of uh, using a specific potion along with like all these EXP boosting items that I've had for equipment on my character in collaboration with the Wii buff that I had from the Dark Moon Fair, which ended this week. I didn't use that to my full advantage like maybe I should have, but I used it for the main purpose and that was getting out of that area. So now here I am with my character at level 99 playing through the Legion expansion, and my god, it is such a good difference between that and the Drainer one. The story and the opening cinematics and the opening missions in regards to it feels a hell of a lot better than what it did with the Warlords of Drainer. What I mean by that is there's actually little bits of story that I can keep up with without it feeling like very boring or this or that. Plus you have elements where you can choose specific continents you want to go to. And also you get the specific, the specific artifact weapon that you can choose from when you go through and uh, complete a certain mission in a place called Skyforge. So at this moment in time, I am, like I said, at currently at level 99 with my Arms Warrior, and I am in the I'm in this the specific area called Azuna or something. I think that's what it's called. So I'm completing missions there, and my main intent, my main intent overall, is to try to take my time with Legion. I've heard it from multiple different friends and multiple different players online. When you get to Legion, take your time with it. Go through and enjoy certain aspects of it because this is a content that was released a couple of years ago and. Many players loved this expansion in general because of how much it introduced, but also how high a quality some of the mainline story stuff was and some of the content that was provided inside of said content before BFA launched this year. So I'm definitely going to do that. But in other gaming stuff, I did play a little bit more of Dragon Ball Fighters Z. I love playing this game. I love the aspect of the gameplay still. It is one of the constant games that I've played literally since the beginning of 2018, and it has lasted almost the entire year. I'm happy with that. I have been specifically going through and completing combo trials with uh, specific characters, mainly Gohan, you know, Team Gohan, and uh, Android 16. And oh my gosh, just that moment and feeling like a satisfaction you get when you complete this big old combo or something when uh, you're going through some of the advanced techniques with some of the characters. It feels so rewarding. It feels very, like, articulate in terms of how you can get things timed just right with uh, your muscle memory, pretty much. <laughs> but just discovering the aspects of, oh, I have to be this far away from a character in order to execute this combo almost flawlessly. Or, oh, I have to time this type of uh, technique or that type of technique. But my favorite part of this entire trial this entire trial or like just training process is figuring out for yourself the types of combos were will work and discovering hidden techniques that the tutorial mode will not even like go into deep details about like i didn't know that i can actually reflect certain kai blasts by using like back on my d-pad and the the special button so basically, what I ended up discovering was, when I do that, and I'm deflecting Kai Blasts from characters, it is going to the background, and it's destroying bits of the background stage as it's going on. And that is such a cool aesthetic design that I that I ended up like discovering one day, just screwing around. But, uh, yes, I've been very much enjoying the end of the DLC content for Season 1 going through characters like Android 17, like Cooler, Goku and Vegeta, their base forms at the start of Dragon Ball Z. Those characters are very fun to play. Bardock and uh, Broly, same purpose, you know. I love, I just can't get enough of this game. It is such a fun fighting game and it feels so reminiscent to an old school sort of appeal in terms of the fighting game spectrum to where it feels mostly similar to that of a Marvel vs. Capcom 2, a game I readily enjoyed back on the PS2 when I would predominantly play that and stuff instead of going to arcades because of uh, me being out by the boonies. 
But uh, <laughs> enough about that. One of the last games I played for this week was more of a game that I downloaded on Switch called One Strike. One Strike is another fighting game, obviously, but it's sort of like a mobile-esque kind of fighting game to where the attacking and defending buttons and dodging, it's basic, the control, but the execution in terms of going through the arcade mode, basically having set five lives and trying to defeat fighters by using certain tactics, it can get pretty complicated, honestly, and it's very hard to master from what I've uh, experienced so far. As of this moment, I've went through this mode called, like, uh, One Trial Mode or something like that. It basically, you go through the entirety of the arcade mode only having one life. And so, as you would expect, if you get killed, you got to start all the way back from the beginning. I'm glad to say that I've actually gone through the that mode with every single character on Easy Mode. That is pretty cool in and of itself. I increased the difficulty, obviously, in the arcade mode to medium or the normal type of experience. And I'm having some pretty interesting challenges going through it. I mean, there are some times when I can't recognize certain timings of fighters. And there are other times where I feel like I basically am rushing at certain spots where it feels like it's sort of jarring when you do, like, counter a fighter and stuff like that. But, uh... The overall experience I've gotten so far with One Strike, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun to pick it up and play it in bursts. It's definitely not the type of game you want to play for very long durations of time, like maybe a few hours. But, uh, yes, it's definitely the type of game that you would play in between big AAA releases and stuff on the Switch. Or maybe just leading up into another big indie game or something like that that you want to try to uh, play through. But yeah, overall, One Strike is definitely a positive game that I've played this week. It was on sale on the Switch. Initially, it's a $5 game. I got it, I believe, for a dollar on the eShop store a few weeks back. So definitely was not out a bit of change. And I would recommend people, if you're looking for a decent fighting game, maybe to tide you over a little bit, like in between, like doctor office visits or in between like break time stuff like hey I've actually played one strike in the middle of like my lunch period on Friday so it's like it definitely has that appeal to where hey you could play a few games and turn off your system and then go back to what you're doing it has that casual type of feel and I absolutely enjoy that so other than that though that's basically what I've been playing for this week alright very cool um so I've only played a couple games this week. Uh, played Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Talked about last week. I just started at that point. I am, I want to say, about seven hours in now. Uh, oh, that's pretty deep. Uh, no, not really. Uh, <laughs> I so I just. It took me like almost four hours to get to the prologue, or get really? through the prologue. Yeah. So, like, you don't see the title screen until the first island, which the first island is basically the prologue. And um, it was probably three and a half, almost four hours by that point when I left. And there was still huh. a lot of stuff to do when I left. Um, I went to the next island. Uh, and uh, I. So at that point, I opened up the map and I scrolled out when I got to the second island. I'm like, I audibly. I don't usually audibly do, like, say anything, like, unless I'm like, fuck, shit. God damn it. Like, you, you <laughs> fuck up something in gaming. Um. <laughs> It was moments like that. So when I when I opened the map and I and I, I zoomed out and I saw the whole map, I went, "Oh fuck! What? <laughs> it's so big. There's so <laughs> much there. Uh, it's, it is gigantic. Uh, it's insane uh, how large the map, the world map is. Um, so I, I I'm like I said, I, I think a another three hours or so into the second island and I I haven't even finished the first story mission of it um, I mean, I've gone my way to do it and I just kind of like oh what's over here oh what's over here oh what's that oh okay I'll do Uh-oh. this oh your OCD's are kicking in again yeah so my terrible OCD of I have to do everything in a freaking open world game is kicked in 
and uh, been doing that. And I'm, I'm just like, so I was reading about it. I was listening to podcasts. I was reading about it. I was like, how long? How big is this game? How long is this game? And everybody's like, oh, I'm 50 hours in. I'm 60 hours in. I'm 70 hours in, and I, I just not beat the game. I'm like, oh no. I'm like, ah shit. Okay. Uh, I'm like, my backlog is crazy right now. I want to finish these games up. Uh, so I, I am absolutely enjoying this game. It's a blast. It's amazing. Uh, oh, good. But when I read that, I'm just like, oh, shit. I might have to sideline this for a little bit. They get through some... Because, like, my backlog of games I have to play, I could probably beat in half the time it'll take me to beat Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So I want to get through some of those. But I, and this isn't, like I said, this is nothing against the game. I am absolutely adoring this game. There's ship battles in this game, and they're actually like, really good, like... Origins oh. had it, but it wasn't. It was kind of like, hey, you can sail a ship, but it was kind of like you can just kind of sail a ship. There wasn't really much to it other than that. This one actually has like real ship battles, like it did in Black Flag, um, and they're just as good as they were in Black Flag, um, if not better. Uh, the The world is great. Uh, my my biggest issue, like I, I talked about last year with Origins, like it's the first one I did I, of Assassin's Creed game mainline one. That I haven't beaten uh, at this point, other than uh, Odyssey, obviously. And you know, I talked about like probably my three biggest issues of the game were uh, Bayek, the character. Like, I just didn't find him that interesting. Um, his story was, you know, was noble. You know, wanting to, to uh, get back, get revenge on the people that murdered his, his child. Um, but the the character himself was just boring and dull. Um, and Egypt itself, and it was something. Egypt was a was a area that I think me and a lot of people have looked forward to for years now. Uh, and it just it was not a very it wasn't a really good um, Assassin's Creed world. Like if this was another game, it would have been fine. Uh, but it was just it was too much desert. I guess I know it's Egypt, so it's all desert. <laughs> but for an Assassin's Creed game, there was just so much like nothingness in between the towns and nothing to do uh right just, like there's some cool stuff when you climb the top of a pyramid and get to, to slide down them there's some cool things to do with it um but it just it, it wasn't very well it wasn't very well done uh so basically kind of like a review score at the time for you is like 7.3 out of 10 too much sand yeah 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 <laughs> it's like that yeah it's like the the pokemon uh x and y review for ign did when it was too, too much water that's good. That's a good way to put it. Too much sand. Uh, Too much sand. Yeah, that might be the. That's gonna be the um, the title of our podcast this week. Uh, Seven point oh, three. Too much sand. Um, but and then also the how fast like so they added like in last year's leveling system. So and you couldn't do the next story until or you could do. I think you could do them, but it was just you were just gonna get destroyed if you tried. If you didn't get to like the if you weren't at the, like the certain level, and. I did. I, I put like twenty five hours in this game and uh, doing a lot of side stuff, and I just was not getting the level. Uh, like I remember, I got to a certain point. I'm like, I'm like a level twenty two, and I got to be a level like twenty four, and like I'm doing all these side missions. I'm not even having fun. Just like I'm just grinding to get you know, doing these dumb missions just so I can continue on the story that I'm not really enjoying either. And uh, which one is this, Odyssey or this Origins? is this is Origins? Sorry. And I just kind of I fell out of it. And uh, now on Odyssey with with Cassandra, uh, I picked Cassandra over Alexios, uh, and she is a much better character. Uh, she like she is um, kind of like more of a um, like I don't like really give a shit style. And this one you cannot. It's something I really didn't think I'd care for as much as I I, I would end up so far liking uh, is the you can pick the dialogue options. Uh, but she is. She just feels like more like a personality, or Bayek felt like more. This is a guy reading lines, um, and not to say he was a bad voice actor. It's just that the character, the lines she was reading were just not interesting. Uh, but with this one with Cassandra, it's like she is like her her backstory of like um, like her her uh, something happens with the parents. I don't want to spoil that part, but uh, and her and her brother. But that backstory is interesting, and the story of the main game so far has been interesting. And like I said, I don't want to spoil it. Um, and then, like, she owes money to this guy named Cyclops, and she's like in the, she's not like the most noble person in the world. 
and uh, you can kind of decide how you want to play. If you want to play like a good person or a bad person, there's I'm playing a more of a tweener rule where I'm not really like uh, most games where I play them, I play them as like a good guy. And this one's kind of fun where I'm playing it like how I'm I'm doing it event by event where I'm just like okay, well I'm like um you know like these, you go money and you're not paying it back and you're like oh well you know please I I can't like normally in most games I'd like. You're gonna play like the Paragon, like I'm gonna be nice. I'm like, okay, we'll pay back when you can't. And this one, I'm just like, no, you owe money. You're gonna pay back that plus interest. You know, kind of like I'm, I'm being more, of a, I'm being more of a dick about it. And I'm, I'm getting what's, what's, what's coming to me. And um, in, in it's in like some of those stances where like this family is about to be murdered. I save them. Uh, I'm having fun with that. Like just kind of like. And her character does really great, uh, and the voice actor does a great job of like um, expressing that. Or not, I'm really enjoying uh, playing through the game just because of Cassandra, like in the way she is. Like she, like I said, she is. She, I think, in her heart, is a good person, but she's a badass uh, still, and which is really fun. And I want to continue playing more of that, and I will. Uh, but I started playing another game uh, just today, actually. I, I, I put like six, seven hours into it today. Okay. Um, uh, Vampire? Vamp- Vampire. Vamp- I think that's how you say it. Vampire. Okay. Vampire, whatever. So this game came out in June, I want to say, this year. Um, I picked it up uh, for like 30 bucks, I want to like a couple months ago. And kind of wait for a right time to play it and this is probably not the right time to play it but it's you know it's all it's it's october it's kind of it's halloween coming up you want to you i wanted to be i was like oh man i want to play something more i want to play watch something or watch a movie or a tv show or something that's like more halloween-esque and uh i'm like i was scrolling through stuff on like netflix and i couldn't find anything i'm like oh i got vampire here to play i have yet to play it so i i uh, and this this was like last night, so I'm like, oh, I'll play it in the morning. So I started, I picked it up, started playing it. Um, this is a uh, don't nod game, which people don't know. Uh, they make the Life is Strange games, uh, and people that maybe don't know, I have become a bit of a fanboy for don't nod, uh, more so Life is Strange uh, games, but I'm still a bit of a fanboy for them. But um, I, like I said, I played about six seven hours of Vampire today. I'm on on chapter three, which I. Th- think i'm i don't know maybe close to halfway or, or about halfway through the main story uh but what this game is is you play a doctor named jonathan reed and i want to say it takes place in like the early 1900s uh um but you're in london because they talk a lot about the war i'm not i, I i'm not i can't remember exactly when it takes place but I, I know it's 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 at least 100 years ago this this game takes place and he just got back from uh, being being a doctor in the war, and uh, it starts off. First cutscene is him uh, waking up in his pile of dead bodies, and he has like he's he's a vampire, but he doesn't know it yet. And the world doesn't really know about vampires. And uh, starts off, he accidentally uh, kills his sister, uh, and um, but he still he bumps into these people that hey, you can still be a doctor. Uh, you're you know you're one you're a world famous doctor. Uh, you can work for this th- this hospital at night and blah blah. blah and still have to cover, and you're it, it's cool. Like the the story in the world is cool because it's just like dealing with like this underworld uh, uh, environment going on where like mm-hmm. there are like there's so much. It's it's so much deeper than being like ah you're a vampire. It's a vampire game. Uh, well yeah you're a vampire, um, but you're also dealing with like there is like the Spanish flu is going on right now. People are dying. A lot of people are dying. Um, a lot, of, you know. So the, the so that town is is just crazy right now. And then also you're you're there's like different breeds of vampires. Uh, so like everything okay. is if you're like there's so there's like vampire is basically like um, <clears throat> almost like a race, kind of like Asian is a race. But there's also there's Japanese and there's Chinese and there's Korean and blah blah blah. Right, you right, know? right. So there's vampires. Which is kind of like this race where there's uh, there's Ekans, uh, there's Skull, there's a few other ones as well that I'm just now like getting into um, at this point in the, in the story. So like uh, uh, I think it's like Ekan or Econ uh, is what what Jonathan Reed is, uh, Doctor Reed is, where he is typically what a typical vampire is, and he but like 
Uh, he's trying to figure out, like, he doesn't fully understand his powers or what's happening with him. Uh, why he woke up. Like, typically when a van- when someone turns a vampire, like, they, they train them and they take them under their wings. But he just kind of woke up and they left him for abandonment. He's trying to figure out all these powers that's going on with him, also dealing with the death of killing his sister. And um, then there's, like, these skulls. There, The best way I can describe them are as, like, are, are like the ghouls from Fallout. Where they're kind of, uh-huh. like, zombie-like. Where they're, like... Um, but... They're, they're like some, there's a lot of them where they're just like bloodthirsty monsters and they're like kind of really the kind of main thing you fight throughout the game but then there's also like those one, those feral ones that are like kind of like in between stage where like yeah they're skulls but they're also kind of like vampires where they're <clears throat> they're intelligent at least uh, but they feed off of vampire blood uh, and also with the world itself where you can decide whether or not you want to kill these people and drink their blood or you could like you there's people like so you're a doctor so like i said the spanish flu is going on so you find you can like check people and you can tell you can like hit l3 on your controller and you can read their heartbeat and you're like oh this person is sick and you can cure them um but you can also read with when their heartbeat is how much they're if you if you killed them how much xp you get for killing them uh, oh boy. and so like and if you cure them and then you kill them you get more xp so it's kind of this weird thing, and this is the this is the, the biggest. There's two main problems with the game, and they're fairly big problems with this game. Um, like I said, the world is great, the story is really interesting, the uh, the back kind of like figuring out the world of these vampires is really interesting. But the two biggest issues are it's so it's like an RPG where you get experience points and you level up, uh, or you you um, you use these experience points to unlock skill skills and your skill tree um but um the real main problem is is that you get so you you do a lot of fighting in this game and the fighting is just in the combat is just not really that all that great like i kind of wish i just put this game on easy Uh, not because it's super hard it's just it's not very fun and it's like i just want to get through the combat and I've noticed as I've gone farther in this game, there's more and more combat. Um, and it's more just like, it's kind of like a, um, it wants to be like Dark Souls, but uh, Dark Souls light. Uh, and it's just, it's just not, like I said, it's not very fun. It's not awful by any stretch, but there's just so much of it that it stands out uh, not being very good. Like if it was more like I can decide when I want to fight, and like avoid these combat portions, I would. Um, I enjoy it much more. And you get very little XP. Like every time okay. you kill, you, you get like every time you kill an enemy, you get like five experience points, which is nothing. Which is borderline nothing. When you fight as much as you do, it's kind of something, but it's not really worth it in the end. Um, so like I said, you you make the choices of being a vampire of killing these people and taking. You can like. You can uh, kind of control take uh, take over them, uh, control them, and uh, take them off into a back alley, and then kill them, and you get a crap ton of experience points. And depending on the person and the health, you get more experience points. So you get a few hundred, or you get a couple thousand, uh, which a couple thousand is a, is a is a good chunk in this game. A few hundred is isn't much, uh, but like you kind of like so it gives you this gives you a decision whether or not to kill or let these people live or you can just talk to them and whatever um but like if you want to like get anywhere in this game you kind of have to kill people to like to actually like level up and not be underpowered to this game so i feel like the decision is taking uh, is taken on my hand like or i'm sure yeah okay so they say it makes it easier to kill the people in the game but it's like this the combat, like I said, the combat's not super hard, but it's still you gotta think about it. You gotta like be, you can't just hack and slash to get through the stuff. Um, so, like like I said, in like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm being more of a tweener role, but I'm not really killing anybody. I'm I'm I, I'm doing what's good for me, but I'm not hurting anybody. Uh, in this game, like I'm, kind of, I'm like I'm just murdering everybody. Like so I have a chance <laughs> to kill, and like I'm legitimately feeling bad about it. Like I, I met one girl where it's like she's her and her sister like her little sister who's like i don't know eight or nine and she's early 20s late teens you know taking care of her sister and it's like like she's telling me this her story and i'm like oh okay it's kind of a sweet story she's doing she's trying to help her sister out little sister out but i'm like you can give me if i kill you i get like three thousand experience points 
It's like, well, you know, I don't want to kill you, <laughs> oh, no. but you're worth three thousand experience points. So oh, let's go no. off this back alley so I can I can kill you. So, like, I feel like I don't like wow. the decisions I'm making in this game, but like I feel like I have to because it's just like. I, you get, like, even, like, I, I defeated, like, this big boss they set up for you, uh, and I, I, he was, like, it was legitimately a really tough battle, uh, and I got, like, yeah. 800, I got 800 experience points for this person, for bite, for beating this person, which isn't, like, which is next to nothing uh, in this game, but it's, like, I just killed this 17-year-old girl, and I got 3,000, like, there's a major wow. problem with this game. Or it's like, yeah, I get it. It's supposed to be easier, but that's not like there's, there's got to be like a balance there where it's that's like, pretty freaking morbid. I'll tell yeah, you that. Like I just fought like this major boss, like this. I just killed this major character in this story so far, and I got eight hundred. Or I could just kill this girl who means nothing, who I'll never see again for three thousand. Like obviously, I'm gonna do that too. Um, like I said, I'm not happy about decisions I'm making in this game, which sucks because, like, like the the world is interesting, and when you kill people, it makes, like, the more you kill, the more unstable it makes the areas you're in, uh, which means more monsters, it means uh, more bad things for, for the world, but, like, I, I, it's just, I feel like I have, I, I feel like I'm, like, making a case for why people murder people in real life, but, like, <laughs> I feel like I have no other option here. <laughs> This is as, this is almost as morbid as my time talking about me playing freaking Left for like The Last of Us or something mm-hmm. like that, and me just taking out the freaking group of like freaking people that were like uh, in that one area and stuff as Joel and stuff, and then like just seeing the dude like go to the one go to like their leader or something like oh god they're dead they're all dead yeah but in that game that game it's a, it, it's it's a it's a streamlined game you don't have a choice you just yeah, gotta yeah. do it. And this, I have a decision, but I feel like I don't have a decision. So, like, it, it's frustrating. Wow. And, like, the loading screens are, are ungodly long. Uh, wow. Where I could probably go cut up some vegetables and, and and make chili in the slow cooker faster than this game could load a fucking game. Uh, it's insane. There's, like, and there's, like, loading in between and, like... Just going into talking to somebody, sometimes you'll load, or just walking, you'll get like you hit a loading screen, random loading screen. Like you're not even going into like another world or going inside anymore. You just walk in the street, and you hit with the loading screen. Like why? I did nothing. I just I walked. <laughs> That's all I did. It so from a technical standpoint, it's really frustrating. Uh, it's don't not at their best has made some really cool characters with a really interesting world, um, but they are. They, I mean it. They, I know this isn't their first game they made with combat. That's more than Life is Strange, um, but the parts that's like Life is Strange with the characters and world building, world, world building uh, are fantastic. But everything else is middling at best. Um, but like all that said, I'm still gonna keep playing because, like I said, I'm interested in what's happening. I wish I could just put this game on easy because I feel like I would be enjoying it a lot more than I already am, or a lot more than I am. Uh, but yeah, that's what I'm playing. I'll talk about uh, probably Vampire ne- more next week. Uh, but let's move on into uh, some of the news this week. Uh, I'm going to start off with probably um, something we talked about last week, but maybe the, probably the biggest news of the week. Um, PlayStation uh, as, or Sony has announced that here soon you'll be able to uh, change your names on PlayStation Network, on PS4, PS3, Vita, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so I'm just going to read the entire blog post off of PlayStation.com because uh, usually like, um, I like to just like cut little snippets out. Uh, but I thought the whole thing was kind of worth reading. So I'm just going to go ahead and read it. Um, but this is off the PlayStation.com. Uh, this is off their blog. Um, so starting off, we're, we are happy to announce that we will soon begin testing the long-awaited feature that will allow users to change their PlayStation Network ID uh, from their PlayStation 4 system. The, PlayStation, the PSN Online ID Change Feature Beta will be a part of the PlayStation Preview Program and will become available to select users who have pre-registered as testers for previous um, PS4 system betas. Um, during the Preview Program, you will be able to change your online ID as many times as you want. The first change is free, and changes after that will be uh, $10. Uh, and for PS Plus members, it will be $5. 
After the first change, um, changes to online ID can be made through the settings menu or via the profile page of PS4. When you change your online ID, you will have the option to display your previous ID with your new ID so your friends can recognize you. Once you decide to display your old ID or not, you won't be able to adjust this after completing the online ID change process. This feature is compatible with PS4 games originally published after April 1st of this year, and a large majority of the most PS4 most played PS4 games will, that were released before this date. However, um, please note that not all games and applications for PS4, PS3, and Vita systems are guaranteed to support the online ID change. And users users may uh, occasionally encounter issues or errors in certain games. If for any reason you experience issues after changing your ID, you can revert back to your original ID ID original ID for the for free at, at any time. You'll only be able to revert once during the preview program. Reverting back to an old ID will resolve most issues caused by the ID change. In addition, when this feature officially launches, a list of compatible games published before April first, two thousand eighteen will be pre- provided on PlayStation.com. Uh, so there's going to be a, uh, this will be starting, the preview program will be starting in November, uh, so next month. But uh, okay. yeah, so for people that have maybe done their betas before, which I have done a few of them before, uh, they have an opportunity to get into that early. Um, but this, I think this is a pretty big deal. You know, we talked about last week, it was coming soon. I don't think any of us realized it was this soon. Uh, whereas a few days later after that article came out saying, hey, it's coming in any time now, uh, it's out or it's coming. Um, but you know, it's something I think a lot of people have wanted for a long time. Like I was talking about last week, I would love to change my name. I don't know what to change it to yet. Um, but it'd be, it'd be interesting to check out. Uh, so it's, it's kind of cool to see, you know, we're, I think it's $10, it's $10 now on Xbox live. We've had it from the beginning. Uh, no issues. If you change your name, um, with this, if you have PlayStation Plus, which I think most PS4 people have, PS Plus, uh, it's five dollars. So I think it's you know it's a long time coming. It's cool to have. It's cool to see it's there. Um, but I'm curious what they say when they there might be issues with some of those older games. Like, can you not play them? Are there gonna be bugs? Uh, what's gonna happen when it happens? But what about you, Cables? Well, let's see. For one, I'm glad that finally. They are coming forth with the stupid name change stuff that should have happened years ago. Yeah. But that stuff aside, when they said little bits about bugs and issues and stuff, like at certain points while testing this, it sounds like to me that they could pretend that this could possibly mean that there's probably going to be some name registry errors or something potentially when you're probably playing online or logging into the system, possibly from the get go. Because if it if it sounds like it has. Uh, if it sounds like something, you know, that sounds like a like, registry error, which I feel like it potentially could be, then it could be something that's, like, going to be as uh, dumb as probably maybe, like, you see your old username and all of a sudden it just kind of flashes your new username or yeah. something like that. Hey, guys. Tyler here. So, unfortunately, we had a bit of an issue with Gable's audio at this point. Randomly cut off. He turned it back on, but we didn't realize until just now that his audio was a little funky for the rest of the podcast. So we apologize for it. Did my best to fix it. But I hope you enjoyed the rest of the show. But, uh, yes, what I was saying about registry errors, like I said before, it's probably more or less going to be, say, if you're playing online, all of a sudden you see your name, and all of a sudden it just pops into something different. Maybe that's going to be an issue, but I'm not sure. It could be a bunch of different things. But other than that, though, I'm just happy there's at least something because it just sounds like to me that uh, this could potentially be one of the last things that Sony does before going through with uh, the announcement for like PS5. Yeah, no, it's definitely it seems like it's getting there, get it set up, work out the bugs before PlayStation 5 gets here, um, which is probably the smart way to do. Um, you know, it says it sucks that they didn't future proof this 12 years ago, but. I guess at least now they're making amends yeah. for it and are at least doing their best for it. And uh, I guess we'll wait and see. I don't even if I got in this preview program, I'd probably still wait until it was officially right. out next April. Uh, you know, I've had the Ginger Boy five hundred seven PSN name since two thousand seven, uh, so I, I can wait another six months to change my name. But I'm happy it's here, or at least we're on the road to uh, right, right. getting that changed. 
uh, or being able to change it. Uh, but moving on to uh, pretty another really big news this week. Uh, Microsoft announces uh, xCloud video game streaming service. So, uh, so people that don't that maybe not read this yet. So Microsoft has announced that. Uh, no, so I should really start. Off. So Xbox Scarlet is the name for the the next Xbox One. Yeah. Or the next Xbox console, and the the, the rumor has been that there's going to be two Xbox consoles when it comes out. Uh, there's going to be the streaming one. It's going to be like 150 bucks, or around 150 bucks. And then there's going to be the regular streaming box that we have right now, where we're used to paying four or five hundred bucks for. Um, and this looks like it's the first step of that being true. Where, like I said, it's called Microsoft X Cloud. Um, so it is a uh, streaming video game. Uh, streaming for video games. You can. Tr- so I'm just going to read some of the article here. Uh, the pro- the project aims to bring console quality games to PC consoles and smart di- smartphone devices and it'll be rolling out publicly uh public uh, rolling out public trials starting in 2019 uh, players will be able to use an xbox one controller to connect uh, to supported devices smartphones can be used via bluetooth and a small attachment con- connects the controls of the phone for ease of use if you don't have an xbox one controller touch controls are also available um scroll too far whoops sorry about that scroll back up um it's also developing ways to com- combat latency, which with current tests running at 10 megabits per second. The ultimate goal is to make streaming available on 4G networks. Microsoft also knows the intention is for developers to be able to make their games available through xCloud without requiring any additional work for them, uh, just like they do with the uh, backwards right. compatibility for Xbox One. And this comes at just a week after uh, Google announced Project Stream, which is something they uh, announced a few weeks ago. And uh, if you signed up for it, you, into the, for the beta, you got Assassin's Creed for free, um, or Assassin's Creed Odyssey for free, um, and you were able to uh, play that in your Google Chrome and just a, a Google Chrome browser. Uh, but they required a 25 megabits per second connection. So um, this looks like it's going to be the future of gaming, or um, or maybe maybe this as soon as 2020. Really, I mean, it's out now, but. Uh, this could be the next big thing for the next generation. So, Gables, um, where are you on like you know, video game streaming being a thing? And is this something you'd be interested in trying out? The only way that I would be interested in like gaming streaming at this moment in time is if I had a decent connection that would allow me to do so. At this moment in time, I don't really have that much <laughs> in terms of like streaming video game content. I mean, I can for like videos and movies and the sort. But uh, I think this is a good step for Microsoft. I mean, I'm very interested in seeing how well it performs in collaboration. And it seems like there's going to be a bunch of different types of support for different play options on devices and various controllers. But, uh, yeah, I'm just taking a wait-and-see approach with this. Um, Yeah, I think I'm with you on that one, too, where uh, I... You know, we talked about this back when the Scarlet rumors were coming out there where it was like, oh, you could spend a couple hundred bucks and get the streaming one or you can spend, you know, four or five hundred bucks and get the actual box as the more powerful, whatever. It's more like we're used to. Um, and at that point, I was just like, yeah, I'm still going to spend the extra few hundred bucks and get the the, the box I'm used to. Um, but I still feel that way. But so far, I mean, with the with the Project Stream, with um, Sesquire Aussie, I'm hearing fantastic things about it where it's working really well. Uh, and these people playing on like um, Macs uh, and playing uh, wirelessly, and they're still running. They're still running not flawlessly, but they're running really well. Um, and I think you know the Game Pass stuff with Xbox is another step in that direction. It was another step in that direction. Um, I'm with you where it's like, yeah, wait and see where we're at. Uh, like we have uh, where I live right now. Like we have a data cap. Um, I, I could I could play I could I could play. Um, the you know the project stream stuff right now on google like i have that that internet I, I have that capability to do so but like with data caps where um where we're at right now we're at like yeah like i don't how how much is this game gonna suck up of that data you know how big of a hit is it gonna be um where i can spend i can use eight nine gigabytes a yeah. month on my phone um easily just streaming podcasts and video games and videos uh What's it going to be like where, like, I play games a lot more and I stream uh, on my, my 4G network? 
uh, you know, so what's that going to be like? What's that going to hit? Especially if you're trying to do some 4K or 1080. Um, so I, I think it's it's definitely. I mean, obviously this is all beta stuff. We're seeing how this works. This is going to be uh, for this is going to be for everybody. And there at least looks like sounds like with the rumors of the Scarlet that they're 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 trying to do the best of both worlds. Where like, hey, if you want the streaming stuff, you want to play it anywhere, you can do that with this. Or if you want to do like old school, like you're used to, you can do it with this. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm definitely interested in seeing uh, how the X Cloud stuff works um, and the the future of the Google Project Stream stuff, like what that's going to be like. Um, but moving on to, we have a lot of yeah. game announcements here uh, this week, so I'm going to kind of run through them all uh, fairly quickly, and we'll kind of talk over what we want to talk about. But uh, first up. Uh, the Quiet Man, uh, which was announced this past E3 at Square Enix uh, weird E3 press conference, uh, is it's a game about the, it's a it's like the action game, uh, but it's uh, the the guy who's deaf. Um, but uh, that game comes out and it's gonna be for 15 bucks on November 1st. It's coming out for all the consoles and for Steam. Uh, it's gonna be they said it's, it's a it's a game that's meant to be played in one sitting, um, and it's about three hours long. Uh, and kind of the, I, I read through, I'm just going to read what the, the blog post says, but, uh, the quiet man's story takes place during a single night as a deaf protagonist, Dane play, uh, players will try to solve the mystery of why nightclub singer Lala was kidnapped. Players will search for the culprit, the masked man and encounter his rough acquaintances along with, along the way, most of the game is unaudible. Dane, uh, Dane will need to piece together clues based on each character's actions instead of words because he's a mute, uh, sometimes his fists will have to do the talking. Um, so like I said, that comes out uh, November 1st. Next up, Borderlands 2 VR is announced. comes out December 14th. It's going to be 50 bucks. It is um, the same. It's Borderlands 2, um, but in VR, it's going to be single player, and there is a, uh, a slowdown mode that's a, that is exclusive to the VR mode called Badass Mega Fun Time, or BAMF Time. Um, so that's coming out December 14th. Uh, Left Alive is coming out March 5th. Uh, people don't know this is like a mech game. It's uh, got the uh, character designers from uh, the the uh, Metal Gear Solid series. Um, it is a game that takes place in 2127 uh, in the fictional city of Nova Slova. Slava. A devastating, a devastating attack leaves the city uh, in, inundated with enemy troops, mechs, and the burning uh, husk of buildings. You play as three different characters trying to survive the invasion and making difficult choices along the way. Uh, and uh, it is from the director of the Armored Core series as well. And then, last but not least, the Castlevania bundle is coming to PS4. This is exclusive to the PS4. It is releasing October, 20, October 26th for $17. If you pre-order it, if you don't pre-order it, it's $20. Uh, both games are the originals uh, emulated for the PS PlayStation 4. With several updates take, taking place uh, take advantage of the new hardware. This includes 4K, 1080p upscaling, multiple high-resolution backgrounds, different rendering options such as smooth and full trophy support. Uh, word of warning, the the Platinums will be tough to get. Elsewhere, Requiem, Requiem will make use of the dual, DualShock 4's vibration, analog stick, and speaker, with the latter meaning you'll hear a lot of cool chimes when you pick up items. Uh, so all four of those games were, uh, kind of, were announced in the last week and a half or so. Uh, any of those tickling your fancy? Only thing that tickles my fancy is Castlevania. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Was it Requiem for Blood and Symphony of Night? Rondo of Blood and Symphony of the Rondo Night. Rondo of Blood. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so that, <laughs> oddly enough, that's, uh, no, I was going to say that's the only one that's really tickling my fancy. Just because I'm, you know, not that I dislike those games, just I'm, that's not my type of game. Right. Um, uh, Quiet Man definitely interested me. I thought that was a, kind of a cool game that stuck out to me with the live action stuff um during e3 uh so i'm definitely looking forward to playing that especially come to find out it's only 15 dollars where i thought this was going to be this was supposed to be a 2019 game uh that i thought was gonna be a full-fledged 60 dollars game and then come to find out it's only 15 bucks uh only a few hours long even sweeter uh when i'm playing uh when i got Assassin's creed staring at me that's supposed to be 60 70 hours and i hear a game that's only three hours that definitely uh, sounds cool. Uh, Borderlands 2 VR, I'm like, okay, like I'm, I'm looking for games to play in my VR. Um, I love Borderlands 2. I bought it multiple times. I have enjoyed it quite a bit. And then I heard the $50 price tag. I'm like, I'm going to wait and see on that. 
uh, see what people say about it, and maybe if I can find it when it, when it comes cheap, I'll pick it up and play it again. Uh, Left Alive, um, I, I remember I, I showed you a trailer a few weeks ago. Um, I am definitely interested in that. I'm not much of a, a mech guy, but it has the um, that you know it has the character designers from Metal Gear Sol- the Metal Gear series, uh, so it has that aesthetic to it. So it's definitely got me interested. Uh, to say the least. So I do want to. Uh, uh, it's definitely my short list of games I'm looking forward to next year. Uh, I'm, I'm don't know if I'm going to be one of those games I'm going to pick up day one, but I'm going to at least wait to see what's going on with that, and then probably wait to see what people are saying about as we get closer. Uh, but I think that's going to wrap up all our topics for this week. Kind of ran through it a lot faster than I thought we would. Holy crap! Um, <laughs> I think that might wrap up the show for the week too, Gables. Unless yeah. you got something you want to add before we move on. Um, well, no, not this week. All right, cool. Uh, so that will wrap up the show this guy uh, this week, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to hear more from us, we have a Facebook page and group. It is Drunk Dashers Podcast. Uh, join and like, uh, join and like, yeah, like us on there on Twitter at Drunk Dashers Pod. Follow us on there uh, at Twitch TV, uh, Twitch TV slash drunk nerds podcast follow us on there send us friend requests we like friends friends are good and then on youtube drunk nerds podcast subscribe to us on there give us a big like on one of our um, podcasts and give us a um, leave us a comment too please and then last but not least on itunes at drunk nerds podcast uh subscribe to us there leave us a five-star review and a comment the more people that like uh subscribe join whatever uh the more likely it is for other people to see us so we really appreciate you do so uh, until next time i've been your host i was Tyler, and i have been colonel gables so until next week everyone have yourself a fun week play yourself a lot of fun video games but most importantly of all listen to yourself a fun-filled episode of the drunk dash nerds podcast hey gables yes too sweet too sweet bye guys see ya